You really like the countdown, don't you? I mean, we're recording. There we go. Welcome to the Big Head Podcast. What's going on, everybody? I'm good. This fucker over here is a bitch today. Five, four, three, two, one. You say that every podcast. <laughs> I'm talking about everything. You come in, oh, it's fucking falling apart this morning. Oh, fuck, you gave me a present. No, you fuck. Oh, I don't want to fucking read it right now. You fuck. Oh, oh this is fucking cheesy. Give me some fucking wine. That's oh. a horrible impression. <laughs> Work on it. Get back to me. See? So we're going to do our, uh, you know, every now and again, we give you guys a little treat. We're going to do some short episodes today. So. You ain't got to listen to us fucking long-witted bastards. Yeah, you got, what was that last episode we did? It was almost two hours. Or, yeah. yeah, which was a great episode. I thought it was funny as hell. I was laughing. I loved it. So uh, we're going to go, we're going to give you two uh, topics today. First one, we're going to shoot up on the, what were you going to say? You already got the look. We're doing one. By one. Yeah, we're doing two topics, but we're doing first one. one. We're doing one no, right now. And then this is, this exists on its own. Shut up. Okay. All That's right. what I was like about that. to bring up. I was like, what? what? So the uh, <laughs> the highly anticipated. Listen to three hour and a half. Wait, yeah, three I'm half. so confused. <laughs> back, back on the, sec, the two hour episode, we started talking about the Ninja Turtle story, the Ronin. Yeah. So if you listen to the last one, uh, I had mentioned to the guys that I had got them an early Christmas present. I, I unintentionally called your bluff. Yeah, you called. I wouldn't say I don't you know, called really my bluff, bluff, but like I forced your hand or you something. You forced my hand basically to yeah, kind of like, because once it was brought up. I brought like, it up and then like we got to, who do you think it is? <clears throat> oh, I think it's Michelangelo. Or, and then I was, Trey, put your phone down. Put your phone down. Yeah. Trey, that, put. That wasn't God, my only guess. Yeah. God damn it. No, it wasn't my only guess, but that was my first adamant guess than I thought. But. <laughs> and then you were going to buy it, and I was just like, no, 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 no. So then you kind of put me in a situation where I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to – and if you listen to the podcast, you'll hear my like the silence. And then I'm like, all right, fuck it. Here, just let me tell you guys. So um, Last Ronin, highly anticipated uh, comic book, released October 28th. So it's the uh, – the, I guess the brainchild or the story was written by Eastman and Laird back 33 years ago. And they kind of put the story on the shelf and said, you know what, maybe we'll do this someday. But the turtles just blew up after that. I mean, it was the cartoons, the comic books, the toy line. I was about line. to say, the, they started off gritty, but somehow or another they became kid-friendly. I guess well, so through it, marketing. Well, the cartoon... Had nothing to do with the comic book, from what I understand. Yeah, that is not the direction. They had nothing to do with it. They didn't yeah, want saying, it to like, go that way. It just became like a marketing yeah. thing. Like they were like, "Oh, this shit's selling. Let's sell it more." Yeah. Which you were saying that that's why they held off on this storyline because it was too dark for exactly so to exist in the same world if, as the cartoons. So just before we get started into this, we are going to spoil the last Ronin. So if you haven't read it yet. Or know who the last turtle is, you know, shut off the episode, go find out, and then come back. Or if you just want to listen, listen. So, 33 years... So, when Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman did the first issue of the Ninja Turtles comics... What else is Kevin Eastman? Because I'm... Like, that name, you keep saying it, and I'm like, I should know it for something else. Uh, he's, he's done other things. Like, there was Gobbledygook, and there was some other... Uh, book that they did that was just like eh. I left my phone upstairs so I can't Google anything. Yeah, really? You don't have it? <laughs> I am curious though. Um, Eastman and Laird, they, their names get thrown out together for the Ninja Turtles a lot. Yeah, they didn't do the same job though, right? No, one's so, an artist and one's the writer. Here, here's what they. So they were both kind of. They both this had chops. Makes, this one makes CJ upset with me. Yeah, they both had chops in a sense, like where like Eastman was definitely the artist. Laird had some 
some skills as well. So what they did to make things even is that like Eastman would draw out the comic and then ink some of it and then he would hand it to Laird and then he would ink some of it and draw in so he's some a tracer? Of stuff too. A tracer basically. <laughs> they would help each other out like so it was always 50-50. So you could always tell if you had a genuine piece that was done by the both of them that Eastman did some of it and then Laird did the rest or the the actual signing had Eastman's name with like a turtle face next to it. That's how it was signature thing. But I would be afraid to let you ink over anything I drew. Dude, I would be very careful. <laughs> and I would practice paint by numbers like you wouldn't believe. But the original comic, so what you, you were bringing up is that, so if you've ever read volume one, issue one of the Ninja Turtles, it was in black and white, right? I think it was released in 84 or something like that. I think it was 84. And they only did a 3,000 copy or a 3,000 run yeah. of the issue. So it's a very well sought after comic book. Um, very gritty. Very kind of dark. Not what you would think. I still haven't finished so he, Leonardo actually used his swords to cut people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if you, if you read it, which is funny because... It, it, I love it, and then this is the story I have to tell you guys, and I'll, I'll tell you what happened, and and like I'm still not getting over this. I'm still frustrated with myself over it, but um, they actually stab Shredder, and that, and he takes a bow staff to the face, and it's bloody, and it's just, it's it's badass. It's one of the like coolest things ever, and then. I think by issue two and three, it was still kind of gritty, but then the TV show, t- show took off. And I think Waltz is the one that asked, the, like said, hey, why don't you guys do different colors for the bandanas? Because originally it was just red. Yeah. Every single one of them was red. And IDW, in the book that you're getting that you ordered, as you get later in the issues, it explains um, they all had red, and then Splinter explains why the different colors. I never, I never read that part, but I, I know that's what happens. So, like so special, yeah. So here's here's what happened. Yesterday I was off. Uh, I was I was gonna work the holiday. It didn't work out. I didn't sign up in time. Yada yada. So I said, all right. You know what? I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go uh, comic book hunting. And you didn't fucking call me to go comic book hunting with you? No. <laughs> You're a fucking cocksucker. So I I went and looked. Call me at, either. I went and looked and saw different comic book shops around the no, area. No, I'm mad at you right now. So. I found Why this. you didn't call me? I, oh, now who's butthurt? I think I did call you or I messaged you or something. But, you know, by the time you get home, you take your Unisom and it's already, you're done. So. I cannot take it if things have to be done. Okay, well, my bad. I didn't realize I was going to do this. But I said, all right. When I woke up, I said, I'm going to go comic book hunting. I'm going to look for stuff. I'm going to check out different shops. So I found this one I'm online. I'm just really upset about this. Right? And I go really? to the I can't address. Tell. And it is not what you think it is it's an insurance company so i'm like okay something does not seem right about this i don't get it so i go online and i start looking at the reviews the phone doesn't pick up when they call blah 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 this is kind of an ebay store all this stuff and then the guy kept the guy who owns the comic book shop kept putting things under it saying hey uh no the keys are in the door just we're on the third floor come upstairs blah 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 so I was like, all right. So I turned around. I went back. And I must have looked weird because I drove around the parking lot several times. Case in the joint. People are like, what is he doing? The keys are in the door. Yeah. So, yeah. This is the weird part. So I go in there. And there's it's an a, insurance company. There's nothing but a bunch of, like, spotlights and a black couch. <laughs> Run away. Yeah, right? Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> have a seat. So 
I walk in there and there's nobody there to greet me. There's nothing. There's no, it's not a comic book shop. It, it used to be a very bank. Like men in black. It used to be a bank, and now yeah. it's an insurance company. There's the one old guy in there, security guard, reading the book yeah. through the door. <laughs> so there's nobody at the desk. So I I just said said the third floor. So I go up there. There's no signs. There's nothing that says anything. Where's this at? I I don't want to I don't want to say because here's here's what happened. So uh, I go to the third floor and I see somebody. And a polo, and they were like, I'm like, yeah, I'm looking for the comic book shop. And he's like, yeah, 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 it's that door right there. The key should be in the door. So I was like, okay. Open up the door, right? And it's a, a, a thing of stairs that goes Jesus up, Christ. like in a closet almost. And I walk up there. I'm, I'm like, even more upset that I was not part of this adventure. <laughs> Dude, it was so shady. So, I would have fucking loved it, though. Yeah, so I walk up there, and I walk into this room, and it's like I see the desk and I see like fucking trash everywhere, garbage everywhere, comic book boxes. And I'm like, hello? Anybody hit the lights are kind of down? Hello? You know, I'm looking and I'm like, dude, this it's a whole office wing. Nobody is there. Nothing. I looked everywhere. I was in the guy's office, right? He had stuff on his desk. I was playing with his shit, right? <laughs> I'm 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 looking at the rows and this and is the beginning of some adventure story of comics and I'm like what the fuck is going on right I'm like I, I went all around I went in the his little makeshift break room I guess and I looked in the refrigerator there was like old food in there You're I'm like a liar. no I swear to God I swear to God and I'm and I'm I Look, don't if, know if what we to go do. there now. This place won't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right here. I, I swear. swear. There was this old guy. He opened the door. There was all these fucking creatures, <laughs> and they took me on this adventure. I'm telling you, it was right here. So C- I'm CJ. I'm, did you take acid? That no, morning? no, no. You I go wish. into this building. You're like, uh, yeah. Where's the stairs to the third floor? There, there's no third floor. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's so shady. It's so shady. It, so I'm like, I'm standing there, and I'm like, hello. Is anybody here? I'm checking the bat. I'm like, I'm getting nervous because I feel like maybe the guy is dead, and like maybe <laughs> your fingerprints are all over everything. <laughs> Why'd you go in the Mind fridge? Mind you, I went back and wiped my fingerprints <laughs> off of everything because I was nervous. I was like, dude, this guy had a full on office with with slab comics sitting everywhere. We just was- take as you want. I mean, you just grab and go. Here's what bothers me. Okay. So I went there to go see his collection, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as you walk through the door, there was a long box, right? Right there, and there's two next to it and stuff. So I'm just like, ah, what the fuck? So I turn, and I start going through the long box, and then I see it. And I'm like, holy shit. My hands start to shake. I'm like, it's the fucking first issue of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's, I'm like... Oh my god, it's in a bag, it's kind of bent. I pull it out. There is nobody around. I'm like, "Oh my god." And then I see the second issue. You thought this, about stealing it, didn't you? And I'm like, "This is the And then I see the third issue and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is everybody collector's dream. You like look in a long box and you see a key issue. You're like, "Holy shit." Right? I'm like, "Hello, is anybody here?" I'm going to steal this <laughs> if like, you don't stop me. <laughs> so, I'm I'm like, it's I'm a sting like, operation. I know, it's dude, a rash of comic I'm book thieves going cameras, around. Right? So, I went as far as I started calling the number again. I'm late. I'm waiting for a phone to ring inside the place. No phone's ringing. I went as far as I tracked the owner down. I sent him a Facebook message. I sent his wife a Facebook message because I went to his Facebook and see who he was married to, and I sent her a message. Did your due diligence. Dude, I did everything I could, right? 
And I'm sitting there, and I was there almost an hour. I was basically there almost over an hour because Jess did you called read me. The, did you read any of the comics? Here's what happened. So Jess called me, right? Because I There's found still a Batman. Here's what happens. I found a Batman box, right? And I found some old issues. I was like, oh, my God, year one. I wanted this one, right? And, uh, and Jess calls me. I put her on the video, and I'm like, Jess, there is nobody here. Look at this. Look at this. And I'm like, look at this book. And then I start looking through it to see if it's the very first issue, the first run. Come to find out it's the third uh, third print, which is still pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. I check his website. He's got it for $1,000, which I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Right? So he never responds. Nobody responds. I'm sitting there. And I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm a good guy. I'm not going to steal this, right? I could just take these comics and walk right out. There's no cameras. There's no nothing. There's nobody there to stop me, right? That you so, think. So I said, fuck it. There's, the there, door. There's, there's actually a fucking, <laughs> there's a painting with these, so, with these creepy eyes. Pictures? So what I did was is I took, I took the fur, that very first issue and I went picture by picture of it. So I could read it later. CJ, you know you can get this on the internet. For I know, but this is like the first time I'm at like proof that I was in possession. I had in my hands a third printing. I would just and take over... a picture of the outside. Yeah, I did too, but it that. was just one of those things where I was like, I-, I know I could go read it online, but I was like, literally, it's in my hands. So I sat there you and You smelt this... it, didn't you? Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> oh, yes, I did. Oh, it smelled so good too. Smells like pre prepubescent ecstasy. Yeah. It reminded me of the Mad Magazines that my dad used to have, and I was just like, I smell like the old hey, print. I had those. Yeah. Well, you're a old fucker. I yeah. used to flip to the Spy versus Spy. Oh, that was dad. my favorite. Technically, how old are you? Uh, we're eight years apart. Yeah. Mm. So, needless to say, I'm in there. <laughs> you're and, doing the math about an eight year old head. And, and I'm like, man, I can. <laughs> I could I, be I, my dad. <laughs> yeah. I took all the pictures. I took We're the pictures of the book, and 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 for some reason, when I had the book out of the bag, and I'm like looking through it, um, I keep hearing movement, and I'm like waiting for this guy to just pop up and be like, "Hey, what are you, do- what are you, what are you doing here?" You know what I mean? Never showed up. It's because he was. So in that the, the story ends with so you just leaving. I literally kept putting the ba- the book back in the bag when I heard the noise, and then <laughs> taking it out, and then taking like more pictures, and then oh no, I heard the noise. Put it back in the. You know, I'm freaking out. <laughs> he's, he's fucking ham fisting it back into the bag. <laughs> it's all crumpled up now. <laughs> but it's that moment where, like, I know, like, I, I could, I could take this. I could walk out of here. And none the wiser. Nobody cares. You and should. You should. What if this. you? What if you ever go back and they say like, "Oh yeah, no, the guy died. We just threw all that stuff in there out." Yeah, I know that dude. You know, <laughs> that's what bothers me at night. I was like, "What if the? What if they died? What if they're dead?" And this this shop is just sitting up here, and all these comics. And I'm like, "He's some got guy Hulk. came by. We gave him all of them for a hundred bucks." He's got. I know. <laughs> I know from his website. He's got a Hulk 181 on there. Right, the first appearance of Wolverine. I'm like, oh my god, where is that one? Right, I saw in the box that he had all the slabs, like with CGC rating. Mm-hmm. He had a damn unopened Death of Superman, right, in the plastic bag that it came in, but not the red one, the silver edition. I've got the, the black cover. I've got the death. Oh, the black cover. Yes, yeah, sorry. I've got the Death of Superman still in the Do plastic. You? Oh, that's awesome. I don't have it, but it's at Rachel's dad's house. Oh, you need to get that. That would be great. But Rachel's your ex-wife. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, so I was put in that situation, and then in my head I was like, "Man, I should just take this." It makes me even more upset that you did not call me. I'm sorry. Would you have taken it? No, I wouldn't have taken oh. it. Okay. Yeah, I would have like, 
I'm like, what would the turtles do? <laughs> Vanish <laughs> without a trace. But I was like, oh my God. Ninja. And then I started thinking, I was like, what if they had me on camera in there? But I'm like, God, nobody responded. They still have not responded to my messages. Where's this place at? I don't want to put it on there, but no, I'll tell I you. No, I mean, you can't. I'll tell like, you. Oh. Is it Ackworth, Dallas? Oh, it's in Kennesaw, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. But I was so pissed, man, because I was like, how, how rare would you ever like look in a long box and then come across a key issue? I just, so you don't want to tell anybody where it is because they might go get it. Yeah. Like, you're still holding out. You might go get that $1,000 fucking he, I'm just hoping that they If got. he don't respond, he's going back and he's just going to walk out with the long box and I'm see gonna, what I'm happens. I'm going to be like, yeah, I don't know what else is in here, but there's something good. But I was just like, it's with that situation. He'll have us run interference. Yeah. Just hmm. like, keep an eye out on the door. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, are we are we going to wear uh, turtle masks? Oh, my God. That would make it even better. I call dibs Tur- on blue. Blue? No, I'm Leonardo. Fuck you, I already called dibs. I don't care. You're the, more raff than anything. I would agree with that. Kind of pissed off. Like, the that, coolest fucking turtle. You got you're me. so Michelangelo. Yeah, I know. I'm a retard. <laughs> <laughs> so who, who's, who's, no, you're Donnie. Eh, I could be. Yeah. I could see Donnie. So, uh, we so need yeah, a Leo. That, who's a Leo? We need a Leo. Yeah, we need a Leo. Lamar. Lamar <laughs> <laughs> is... Uh, He's the big fucking robot that Crane was he's, in. He's Splinter. <laughs> Dude, just imagine Lamar as Splinter. Who, like, who's the I, crocodile guy? Leatherback. Leatherback, Leatherback. yeah. Um. So, yeah, so that's what ended up happening. I ended up leaving. Nothing. And then, yeah. I whole walked, story, nothing happened. I mean, there's jizz stains on the carpet now. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but I walked around that whole... Dude, I can't believe how long I was there. And Jess kept calling me, and she's like, are you okay? What's going Shut on? Shut up, leave me alone! She's like, stay there 30 more minutes and then leave. Because I was like, I, I didn't know what was going to happen. It's I can't believe so you didn't weird. call me. I should have. I should have. My bad. Okay. There's a small party that's still there and will always be there. It still bothers <laughs> me that I had that book in my hand. And I was just like, it's that moment where I could have just walked out and just probably got away with it. You were selling the one issue for a thousand? Yeah. But normally that it, that third printing, depending on like the, like the what's it, the quality of it. Yeah. And I looked through it, and I was like, man, I don't know if this would be even a 1,000 because some of the pages had cuts in it, and uh, the top of the book is kind of bent. The spine's a little messed up. You know, I was just like, "Ah, I can't see this going for a 1,000. But if you look, man, first printings, there's one that's like $6,000, $7,000. So you're like, holy crap, you know? But leading into that, so fast forward, right? We got the last (laughs) Ronin. Fast forward slash rewind. Yeah. A story from the past comes back to the future. So you're left with the last remaining turtle. Three brothers have died. You have one left. And it's a dystopian future. And it starts off the turtles going through this muck and sludge and everything like that. And these boys got to read the last yeah, one. My, my it's a quick read. Yeah. I think it's only four pa- 40 pages. Yeah. Oh, are you being a smartass right now? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, I read it. It took like 30 seconds. It was you, you, great. you was, If you would quit bitching and actually read, you could have read it. But you was like, oh, I guess I'll just, oh, I'll just skim. <laughs> I fucking read it. I looked at the, the art. It was good. Good Trey, job. Trey was complimenting the art and then kind of being like, ah, I didn't like that. I like this. I like that. Well, no, that's like well, that's one thing I do love about comic art is that some of it is like oh my god that's really cool i love that that's cool but then you get to like the one page or the one panel where you're like they just fucking gave up on that one because of the time crunch well you can always tell yeah but i like it so big spoiler michelangelo is the last or is it or is i think it is 
I think it is too because, like I said last time, it would be the most character growth because, like, he was always just like, yeah, whatever, cool, I'm just having fun. Laid Check back, out, lighthearted. He's the party dude. Check out my cool nunchuck skills. Like, in the movie, what was... What was it? He didn't even have a nunchucker. Or what was it? He was like, oh. It was salami. Salami. Yeah. And the second one, Secret of the Use or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, like, he was always goofy. And then, like, there were splinters like, do 100 jumping jacks or something. Yeah. Backflips. Don't backflips yeah. now. And then he's one, just so. Yeah. <laughs> two. One. One. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it, it just, it, that, that was really the only logical like yin to the yang most so, characters. that's the fun part about going through the story though like yeah it's fun to think yeah michelangelo and it would be the most character growth but to actually put yourself as a writer i'm saying if you're writing the comic book put yourself in the head of okay you got this guy who acts like that how would that break him to have all of his brothers die you know that like all, all the turtles together kind of like make one character yeah so you take any of that away it's like losing an arm you know yeah. it just changes who you are how you go through life and this and that Dude, that's so he just lost all of his limbs I love it and how does he go forward like I mean just, yeah well he, he keeps them in his head and he fucking argues with them. so yeah, yeah so exactly if, if, if you guys are a turtle him. fan obviously you guys know so Leonardo's the leader he's got the swords he's kind of like he's the most dedicated he's you know he trains the hardest then you got Donatello who's kind of the nerd the Leonardo's kind of emo too sometimes yeah to an extent I Leonardo's mean, you know. emo sometimes oh god yeah yeah um then he's you got self-deprecating yeah oh, a yeah. lot of times and yeah he's he, very hard on himself you yeah know. exactly uh Donatello's kind of like the nerd and the you know he he has the bow staff purple middle child yeah middle child syndrome ty- well no not middle no child. he doesn't have this no. he doesn't have the syndrome but he's like the middle child because yeah. like he just all he he doesn't get as much attention. He's just doing his own thing, and then he like pops. He's the go between between Leonardo and Raphael a lot. Yeah, definitely. He's the mediator between the two of them and yeah. stuff like that. And then you got Raphael. He's got the size red bandana, which I think is funny because when Jess and I got into a conversation about the turtles, she's like, she has no idea. Like she who has was no who. idea about any of this shit. Who, who was who? She's like, the red one's Leonardo, right? And I was like, no. And we went through a whole thing, Donatello, and then she I was, was about like, to say, I understand when people get Leonardo and Donatello confused. Like, I can understand that. Yeah. But almost everybody knows who Raphael is. Yeah, because he's kind of like the, he's the black sheep, I guess you want to say, the family. He's the badass. He's the badass. He's kind of the tough one. He's the gentle giant, you know? Raphael? Raphael. What, yeah. what was the song? Uh, I thought you were going to go through the song. He's 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 rude, but co- he's cool, but rude. Yeah. Donatello does machines. Leonardo leads. Michelangelo is a party, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now the song's stuck in my head. So, but yeah. So, and then you got Michelangelo is kind of the fun-loving party dude. Nunchucks, orange the baby. bandana. He was the youngest, right? Yeah, he was the baby of the group. They did. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, they, if you really think about it, the dynamics of the brothers are there. Leo, the oldest. Donatello, the middle child. Raphael was like the the baby, but then he's not the baby because Michelangelo came along. So now yeah. he's like, yeah, fuck you guys. I was a special one, but now yeah. I'm not. Raphael's almost trying to always prove that he's as good as Leonardo. He's yeah. trying to like live up to him. Yeah. Extreme. And gets rivalry. an attitude because of it. Yeah. yeah. So reading the reading the book, like, you know, a lot of people would say like, well, hopefully they don't do like what you would think the obvious choice would be, would be like Raphael. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because several of the movies 
or like the things the like cartoons yeah he goes yeah. out on his own yeah he goes on, he, on his own he, and he always has like the detective coat and shit yeah did he have the name ronin in one of the cartoons he called himself ronin he might have when he wore the costume and went out like he had a name I, more I vigilante type yeah i can't remember what it was but yeah that make that's perfect sense to that and then you would think like okay maybe it could be leonardo but that's kind of i don't want to say anything bad about leonardo but like i think he's kind of like in my eyes a little vanilla i guess like you know yeah he's there's he's nothing a, that he's makes a boy him straight good. arrow straight arrow you know what i mean guy. like you know he's the he's the quarterback you know it's like okay and then donatello like yeah. you know how you were saying that he's not really broken about his brothers being dead. Leonardo would be. Leonardo would be fucking a sad sap. I think if anything, because it is Michelangelo, he'd be more overwhelmed because he doesn't have them to kind of like. Now it's like everything's on him, you know. Instead of like being this guy that puts the levity behind everything, you know. Even even the cartoons and the well, you movies. know, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, I'm like, when it came down to it. I could see Donatello sacrificing his life, Leonardo, Raphael. I don't know if I could see Michelangelo doing it. Doing what? Sacrificing his life to save the others. Before the Ronin thing you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if you if you if you read the comic, it's I see it more fun freezing. as you go through it, you're exactly. trying to figure out who it is. And there's like little Man, I was hardcore looking at the the masks because I was like, "All right, yeah, they're all kind of like sepia tone or kind of gray," but it's and I was like, "Are they different shades of gray?" Like I'm sitting here like hardcore looking yeah. at the masks, and I'm going, "I don't know, that one kind of looks blue." Uh, mm. Yeah, and that's the thing is like, and then the little wordings of certain things <clears throat> like, "Oh, it's a it's a synth ninja, whatever it is." And I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, was that something that Donatello yeah. would say? Or is that something that, you know, and I'm like, okay, trying to piece this together. And then as he's talking about, like, tactics and stuff, you're like, yeah, it's kind of Leo. And Leo, then, yeah. And then, like, you were saying in the comments, James, like, but Raphael does that shit too sometimes. Like, he, he makes, like, little snide comments, like, yeah, of course, why not? Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, the way the motorcycle was stolen, like, I was like, okay, I could see Raphael doing Yeah, that. Raphael's comments are more like... Uh, Spider-Man's were in the comic books where he's trying to like antagonize his foes yeah. and stuff like that f- from all the stuff I've seen. Yeah. But these ones in the Ronin one just jumped at, out at me like right away. I was like, oh, that's something Mikey would say. Yeah. Where he's being uh, more of a smart ass to himself. Well, not only that, like there's a couple of times when he was doing things, like he kind of fucked them up where like he was in the flying cop car. Yeah. And all of a sudden it flips up, upside down and he's like, oh. Yeah. The, um, it's funny though if you go back to read the first issue like I did I looked at it the very first we get first. it CJ we get it no it's just funny though because like originally uh, Splinter is training the turtles and he doesn't tell them why they're being trained mm-hmm. and then you find out he's like sitting then he tells the story about how his master was killed by one of the members of the Foot Clan and then you guys are sent to go get revenge yeah. and take out the Shredder and it's like, damn, that's pretty dark. And then you go to that cartoon, and you're like, holy shit! You know what a what a difference. Turtles. Yeah. I got I got to make a correction though. Uh, Raphael was the second child. He's the mid middle child. They call it. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Because that's like, why he's always sure trying to live up to Leonardo. Yeah, Donatello so, came after and kind of jumped in the middle, trying to get them to get along. So sense. he literally has middle child syndrome. Yeah. 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 They actually called it mid middle child. Yeah. 
It kind of makes sense. Night Watcher was the character. Oh, is that what was. it was? Okay, yeah. That was his alias. Mm-hmm. They call it an alias, but it was his, yeah, like secret identity when he was told to, they were laying low and not supposed to go out and do vigilante shit. They were yeah. in hiding. He was still sneaking out at night as a the Night Watcher. And I, I love this, like a <clears throat> noir type of... Uh, Sorry, I saw I saw something. A noir type of like detective outfit where he's just kind of walking around and he's like prowling the streets at night. Yeah. Looking for, looking he was narrating for himself. Day. Yeah, I always liked that. That was cool. So who wins in a fight, Raphael or Leonardo? <laughs> I don't know. Because the other two are off the table, obviously. It's between them uh, two. I think, I think it's always in the cartoons and stuff. And the shows, it's, it's always been Raphael that wins, but it's usually because Leonardo pulls a punch. Yeah. And Raphael goes all out. Makes sense. That's what I was going to say. If it came down to it, Leonardo is always more calm and collected, so he would come out on top. Yeah, I think he would if they went 100%, both of them. But then again, Raphael has the most defensive type of weapon out of the four of them. His weapon is used for defense, like in its size. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Blunted tips and stuff. Yeah. A lot of people think that they're sharp. They're not sharp. They're just, I mean, it has a point. But like yeah. James says, it's blunted. They're a self-defense thing. Yeah. Which know. doesn't really go with his personality. It's kind of interesting. A good dynamic. I like it. You know, I would like to be in on that conversation to figure out how they gave each one their weapon. If there was a point behind it or they just I think randomly that- said, here you go. I don't know if it's in the Mirage or if it's in the IDW ones that they kind of go into their weapons and their different color masks and stuff like that. That was originally, like, you know, it was all red in the beginning. Didn't they all have swords in the original first issue? You have it. In your uh, they um, they had their uh, actual... Um, individual weapons. Individual weapons. Uh, there is artwork for different things where they all have swords. <laughs> I, I remember yeah. seeing it somewhere. They all had swords. Variant covers, freaking urban legend ones that they've had and stuff like that. But, dude, I, I'm stoked about the series. I like, I've, I've, going I'm, down. I'm annoyed that it's taking so long between issues because when you was telling us how, there's like months between. Yeah, them. I think the next one's going to be in December. But, you know, I think because I don't know if it's because of COVID or. You know, they're having production issues because that first run that came out, there is, um, they had printing issues. So there's not, there's not a lot of copies out there. And the ones that are out there right now at stores, they jacked up the price. Pretty much four times the amount right now. Yeah, which is crazy because I'm like, holy shit. The one place that I go to, he's got two and everybody basically just looks at it, just kind of reads it until the end and puts it back on the shelf because he ups his stuff pretty a lot. You know, pretty a lot. Yeah, so, pretty a lot. I wonder, <clears throat> do like actual comic book stores? Because I've never been, like I've been to some. Like there's one down the road, but it's not like oh, it's a comic book store. It's like a store that has comic pop, books. Like yeah, most of them can't. You make get it. what I'm saying though, yeah. right? Like yeah. it's most of them can't make it on just selling comics, so they have to kind of diversify what they have. Yeah, but so it's not like, like the old pops days. and games. But my question is like, do they have minted? copies behind like the desk and stuff oh yeah that they don't put out yeah because that's yeah. what like if i was really wanting to buy one like yeah you don't put thousand dollar comic books out for people to no peruse. no no I'm, I'm, I'm not saying like the last ronin do they have a few copies this back where people can't look at it and they have like the one or two out where people flip through it so here's here's what um the one shop that i go to and the ones that i've been to have been doing they have a like kind of like blockbuster-ish 
type thing where um you know when they just had the movies the in the case. back and they had like a plastic thing yeah. where your so, dad always went <laughs> yeah like when you went there your dad went in that room the beaded room <laughs> the beads um there's a, a a photocopy of the thing and it says bring this cardboard thing to the counter to get the it's kind of like when you buy like the fucking Sudafed, you have to bring bring the card up to the but counter. You, you know what would make more sense if they had uh, like an iPad or something, where you could scroll through the comic instead of actually having like a hard copy that's getting messed up. Like you could keep the copies behind the yeah. I, I don't know because talking about for the expensive ones. <clears throat> well, not like. Or for all the comics. So the yeah. Well, like this. Because there's like, something fun about flipping through those comic books and finding one that you like. Yeah, but I'm saying like if if it's for all the new big issues, like this. This is a thing because I've I saw it and I was like, man, this is gonna be badass. I didn't know CJ was like, oh, this is gonna be badass. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that's excited about this story. So things like this, they would have the copies behind the uh, the counter, and then they would have like. A digital station where you could flip through it to see what it's about. I'm sure there's some places that may do something like that. I mean, there's quite a bit. There's quite a bit of. Uh, I'm sorry. There's quite a few comic book stores that are actually in Georgia, and like each one has their own little thing that they do and stuff like that. And one thing I thought was really cool, like you know, I I didn't really know this, but some of the shops can pay a certain amount of money to the company to have a limited run of their of a certain variant comic specific to their store. Yeah. So like prime example, Dr. No's comic, which is in Kennesaw, they have um, The Walking Dead. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, the first, the cover, the very first issue. Mm-hmm. So it's the it's of, uh, shit, now I can't remember his name. Rick. Rick, yeah. In the sheriff's outfit with the shotgun and stuff like that. So um, what Dr. No's did is that they did a version of that, but it has, as he's walking past the store, their comic. it says Dr. No's comic book shop as he's walking by it. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And they did another one for Godzilla where he's actually stepping on their store. So what you're saying is you want to get a cover made for you. That'd be awesome. <laughs> but no, it's he, he wants you on the cover going, Godzilla. He wants one with the Big Head uh, podcast logo on a billboard. That'd be great if we had a comic. And a logo. <laughs> yeah. We do have a logo. Fuck. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Yeah. It's the best one ever. But yeah, so I, I was I was kind of hoping that it was Michelangelo. I think I was like, you know. Well, you brought up a good point when uh, we were talking about the original sketch that started it at all. Yeah. Was of like a dopey looking turtle and he had nunchucks. Yeah. You and seen it, that before, James? No, I don't think so. I might have. Google it. Like it, it, it doesn't look anything like this. Like it looks like uh, just a fucking cartoon turtle. And he's kind of like short, stumpied arms, and he yeah, has stumpied arms, and he's got like a bandana, and he's got the nunchucks on his on his wrist, and it's like it's if you think about it, it's like okay, if Eastman and Laird came out with this story, and that was the first sketch of a Ninja Turtle that they did, um, it'd be nice that like that's your start, and then that's gonna be your end is Michelangelo. So oh, are they are they done after this? Well, no, I think this is just this is just another kind of branch of the comics well they, this is just a mini series they're, they're probably old going. by now they could it could be the end but what yeah. he's what he's saying is it's the end of the turtles for that universe yeah because they're all dead except for michelangelo yeah and this is just kind of like a 
uh, what is it, a, a micro series of this. That's what I thought. Story. It was like an alternate story. Yeah, timeline. basically something like that. Like right now, IDW, their their ongoing thing is the whole dynamic with Jenica and the, the turtles and everything that's going on with them right now. But like I said upstairs, is it Michelangelo? Yeah, that last panel, I didn't think of that until you said that because, because he's so been the talking, very last uh, panel after he gets his ass kicked and he's about to commit, which I thought was badass, I that thought, he was going to take the broken yeah. sword from Leonardo and just kill himself to die with honor because he got his ass kicked basically or he fell and it's like he, he, he doesn't want to dishonor his family anymore so he's going to kill himself and then something he has to flashback and then he ends up waking up in that little hospital bed or that bed makeshift bed old ass April and April looking just yeah she not looking so good and uh, she says you know who are you talking to Michelangelo with a question mark but if you go back he's talking to his brothers yeah so I'm in that moment I said does she know that he talks to his dead brothers so yeah. is it who are you talking to, Michelangelo? Like, well, yeah, I don't think she knows yet because they it seemed like he was surprised to see April, so they hadn't really been in contact. Yeah, but I I went back after you said that I went back to the page and saw the conversation he was having with his brothers. There was nothing in what he would have been saying out loud, but saying to them that would indicate he would be talking to Michelangelo. So I don't think it alludes to that. That's the only reason that I I don't. If he had said something like, "Oh man, you're being goofy" or something. You know, or hey, stop fucking around, or something yeah. like that. And she heard that, she'd be like, "Are you talking to Michelangelo?" But the conversation was just pretty normal, so there was nothing to indicate he would have been talking to Michelangelo. But they, uh, that's why I'm like, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. But is it not? Because they're trying to throw us off. If they did it just for the sake of throwing off, I'd be disappointed. If there was something I could go back and be like, ah, like what do they call it? Surprising but inevitable. Like yeah. if it did happen that he was talking to Michelangelo and it's actually Donatello. I would want to go back to the comedy like, oh, right there. I should have seen that. Yeah. But if there's nothing foreshadowing it and they just do that, then it's like, oh, you're just jerking us around then. So you guys okay with learning who it is in the first book or would you have rather had it go like maybe the second issue or the third issue where you actually I have to out? read the rest. Okay. If, if they did that on purpose and there's a re- way that the story is going to lay out mm-hmm. by revealing that and that makes sense, then yeah. If they did that and it just it like ruins the story, you, I'd have to see, I guess. Yeah. To know if it just kind of would have been better at the end. But I think it's cool. What yeah. if it's not Michelangelo, but... <laughs> it's Baxter Stockman. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yosagi like, Jumbo. What What if it's like In a Michelangelo costume. was like the first one to sacrifice himself for something and like he feels like he should live out... As Michelangelo, and I don't know, man. <laughs> what do you do? You just want more. You're grasping oh, no, at man. straws, like, right man. Now. This stood, like no, like if if I could write it down and yeah. get James to like make it more eloquent, yeah, it makes sense. One thing that I'm definitely curious about saying. is the fact that so if you guys remember reading it, uh, there's Michelangelo or whoever it may be, Ronan. But Ronan steals that bike and it says Jones and I'm wondering if that's Casey April Jones. and Casey Jones's daughter like or the some, purple girl yeah yeah I wonder if some alternate like you know she that's does, why I can't wait for the she next has that black heart, black crazy hair. looking swag yeah, yeah. and I'm like kind of hoping that like maybe as the story goes on like you find out you're definitely going to find out more as goes because from what I've been told or what I've read is that the you'll find out how they die everything that happened and it'll also as the later issues, I think by four or five, it will flash back 
to exactly what transpired for the turtles to die and whoever the last Ronin, you know what I, he survived. You know what I think is really cool that hasn't been brought up yet. She knew it was Michelangelo just by looking at him. He doesn't have a name tag and he's not wearing the orange bandana, but April could tell the difference between them just by looking at him. That's kind of cool. That was pretty cool. James picked that out. I like that. If it is Michelangelo, <laughs> that that wasn't yeah. But that's kind of a cool thing, like that she could tell them apart. Well, they I wouldn't be able to. Oh, you, you, I don't know, man. Like, so well, okay. Look, it's it's artwork, and it's been for like decades. So like, some of them draw Raphael a little beefier, yeah. Michelangelo a little shorter, you know, and stuff like that. But some of the comic books, especially like the older ones, they all look exactly the same, okay, in yeah. size and shape and stuff. But like, think about it. If there was two tan Chihuahuas. Be able to tell which one's Pedro, which one, and not by his dick. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I like growing up. I, I've met several like twins and stuff like that, and I couldn't tell the difference. But if you hang out with them for a while, and their mannerisms and the voice yeah. and the inflections, you start to pick up on it. I just thought it was cool that they did that. Like, didn't even like hang a lantern on it. Like, if you want it, like the newer movie that came out, the CGI'd ones. I love the way they did them. The way they did the different turtles. They like they made Donatello kind of nerdy with the with all the eye gadgets and yeah. lenses and shit. And then you know Raphael's just kind of like beefy. He looks like a linebacker for the Cincinnati Bengals, you know. And then Leo he'd definitely be on the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, Baltimore Ravens. I would go with that. Yeah, <laughs> but he was he was like I love the way they portrayed them in that. And then even when you go to the '90s movies. There was spots here and there that, like, you can definitely tell the difference, but... You mean spots, like, that was on, on their the, skin? Yeah, on their skin, yeah. like, near their forehead. Like, Leonardo had, like, three around his... By his nose or something like so, that. Did you fucking pay attention that much, or did you read that online? No, no, no. I just paid attention. I was like... Because it's funny you say that, because I was like... Isn't it... I, I wonder it, if they took... I was thinking, I was like, if they took those masks off... Well, you know what it was, is I, I rewatched the movies not too long ago, and I keep looking for the... The under the the uh, skin where the neck is, where yeah. the the uh, mask goes, yeah. and I was like, I wonder why I never noticed that when I was a kid. Like, you know, like God, these are guys in a costume, but like just to suspend belief or reality for a minute and think those are real turtles. Don't you think it's funny how CJ is always like, Yeah, I'm not smart. I couldn't. I can't. I can't do that. I can't pay enough attention. But this motherfucker's like, Did you know? That Raphael had three beauty marks right on his upper left cheek. Right I'm a shellhead, man. I love the turtles. No, man. It's other things. Like we play video games. I'm over there, and you're like, hey, did you catch that guy back in the corner doing that one thing? Yeah, I'm very observant to certain things because I like... Oh, I've noticed that about him, yeah. yeah. It's he, always shit you don't care about, though. Like, you're that's like, what, that's you're what like, I was about to say. Who gives a fuck? He's I'm always, just saying. I saw it. He's always like, how do you have time to know this? Where did, why did you even look that up? Why the fuck do you know that the turtles have a fucking triangle beauty mark? I, I don't know. <laughs> just stuff I pay attention to, I guess. I do want to ask you, though. So the new movies, the newest two that came out, you like those? I did. As a movie? Yeah, uh, there's parts that I was I like, them. eh. I like, but them. you know, they're not bad. They're not bad, but Bebop not and Rocksteady were hilarious. Yeah, I I'm a little piggy. You know, <laughs> I feel like it's odd because Ninja Turtles and Transformers were both cartoons around the same time. Yeah, and they had similar feels in both the new Transformers. Michael Bay did both. Yeah, yeah. Which and then the there was things that like I could point out that I didn't like about the newer movies. Like, I didn't care for uh, what's-her-face. I mean, she's gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. But, like, 
her acting chops are just I, God. Why can't I remember her name? She was in the fucking Transformers. Megan too. Fox. Megan Fox. Thank you. Wasn't like a huge fan of the way she played April. Like I was. Oh like, yeah. Eh, you know. Yeah. I was like, it's okay. It didn't feel re- like. Uh, what is that? Honest to the source material. Yeah. Well, April, like she was, fucking. she. I don't know. I don't True know what, the, what the fuck that yellow jumpsuit she wore back then. I, I was always. I, was I like, like how they changed it up for the newer ones. Like they gave her just a yellow leather jacket, like yeah. off, and I was like, okay, that's kind of cool, you know. But I, I remember homage or homage. homage. <laughs> it's homage. 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 Oh, homage. Man. On that, I've been listening to this audio book called Blackwing, and he doesn't call it a tourniquet. He calls it a tourni- tourniquet or tourniquet. On what? It's a book, Blackwing, I've been listening Blackwing. to. Yeah. But he's like, I took the belt and I put it around my arm like a tourniquet. And I was like, have I been saying that wrong all these years? That's I like did. if you ever listen to What's-His-Face. Uh, oh, God, the guy that played Khan in fucking Star Trek. Uh, he's got that really crazy... Ricardo Montalban. Yeah. No, the, uh, the newer ones. Oh, Chris ben- Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. You ever hear him say penguin? <laughs> Pe- penguin. Penguins. Penguins. Yeah, they, he did like the voiceover for a documentary, like for uh, like what is it, New World or whatever the hell. Like Morgan Freeman usually doesn't, but they got him. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna be like CJ. All in all, what'd you think about the book? It was a good start. I want to see more. Yeah, I love it. I hope they continue the series. Like I hope it stays kind of dark and gritty. I hope we get the any questions we have answered. You know, and I hope they end it on a note where. I want, I kind of, and this sounds really bad. I want Michelangelo to win, but and I die. want him to go down. I want, I want him to die with his brothers, and I want it to be like a okay. whole thing. Okay, well, smoke and gun, he's already tried to kill himself. It's the first, it's yeah. first issue. What, or what's, what's, it's the actual law of like theater. If you should, what's it called, James? What? If you show a gun in the first scene, you have to, somebody has to, oh, die. somebody has to use it. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what is that? It's, there's a term for it. Oh, shit. I know this too. I don't know the law of diminishing return. No, no, it's uh, Trubovsky's something like that pistol or something like. There's a there's a name for it. It's uh-huh. a it's a Russian guy's name or something like that. So if you see something in the beginning in a story, you know, if like in a book, like you're reading a book, or you're reading a comic book or something, and there's like this giant metal armored plate on the wall and stuff yeah. and the guy stops and looks at it and Takes says something time, about yeah. it and stuff and talks about like man these things could probably stop a bullet For- foreshadowing no you no know, it, it is but it, i mean yeah. there's an actual name like you said it's oh okay an actual term for like it. in that movie knives out but if you do yeah. if you do all that and you take time to focus on that and then you never hear about it again the rest of the book you're like why why was that scene there that's stupid yeah but if that comes into play later on like knives out when he's talk he's talking about how so-and-so couldn't tell the difference between an actual knife and a stage prop. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, he tries to stab her, and it's a stage prop. Exactly. It's like a callback oh, to it. Yeah. And there's some really good examples, too, of how people have broken that rule, and it's just it it's mind-numbing. Like um, some superhero movies and stuff like that, they, they use a power, and then they never use it again. That It would have came in handy later on, but they never use it yeah. again. It's like, what the fuck did you... Yeah. There's good examples of this. I'm going to have to look it up and show Superman, you later. Superman, going back in time. That's one. Yeah, yeah. That you know, he can go back in time. So like, why don't he just always do that? Yeah, takes a lot out of me. <laughs> or that Superman that. is a big one for doing that. Or using a power. Lips. Yeah, well, like in the comic book, he's he's had different powers that he's used, and yeah. then, like he can read minds. 
like in some of the comic books. Or that big ass in one of the movies where he takes that <laughs> the fucking ass. the ass. That's that mildly s- inconvenient. Cellophane fucking wrap. Like, <laughs> would you would you promoting Reynolds wrap or that's, something? That's slightly a different tangent than the first rule you were talking about. But yeah, yeah. So I I'm I'm with you. That's what I'm waiting on. I'm waiting on like him to kill himself. Or I think this him. would be a great series if it ends where he dies. I was gonna process. say too. Like I thought about it. I'm very excited because if I think. The reveal of it being Michelangelo in the first issue is is uh, pr- like premonition. It's an omen, whatever. It's leading up to that. It's going to be even more bigger shit coming. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, oh, you think that's amazing? <laughs> that's why we put that in the first issue. That's the smallest surprise we have for you. It's going to get crazy. Yeah. So. I think so. They said they actually stopped and started rewriting some of the script and stuff like that because there were certain things they just didn't want. Like, they wanted it to... They want. They know this is going to be big. I mean, me and so James. Know, to, me and James know all about uh, stopping a story and rewrite. <laughs> <laughs> it's all we ever do. Chekhov's Chekhov's gun. That's uh, what it's called. Yeah, because uh, first time I heard it, I thought they were talking about uh, Star Trek. I was like, "It's not a gun. That's a phaser. You fucking idiot." Victor, 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 thirty-one. So I like it. I like the art. The dialogue isn't bad. It's a little cheesy, but it's Ninja Turtles. So, gotta be cheesy, man. Yeah. Anybody who use the word cowabunga, cowabunga, yeah, wicked, radical. My favorite, my favorite line from one of the movies is when Raphael's getting his ass kicked by Casey, or not getting his ass kicked, but he's fighting Casey Jones. He's like, Did "You just hit me with a Jose Canseco bat," and I'm fucking mess. I love that. For uh, one, one, one time, I would like them to do a story where they're not from New York, though. But I love Raphael's kind of Brooklyn. Like, just, oh, you're like, taking away his whole thing. Like, like, like just imagine if they These were my boys. No, dude, just imagine if they were from Atlanta. Oh, my God. Man, you know what's so funny? Like, you want to get some fried chicken? I don't know where I'm going with that. No. If you guys. <laughs> we know where you were going no, no, no. with that. So, you know what's funny? Like, if you guys. I like fried chicken. If you guys get a chance to watch the Batman versus uh, Ninja Turtles, right? Uh, yeah, you got me there. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> CJ's like just trying to move on so bad. Like, no, it's just so funny, though, because, like, you say, like, if they're a different city, so the turtles go to Gotham, right? Yeah. And he's like, well, you know. One of the turtles goes like, well, you know, New York's not much different than Gotham. And he's like, except for like all the blimps, you know? <laughs> so there's like, like they look up real quick and there's a bunch of blimps yeah. in Gotham. Like, have you seen in all the yeah, things? Yeah. And it actually, it's, there's like one of those things where it's like a quote, like something happens later in the episode where they fall and they land on one of the blimps and they're like, thank God these were here. <laughs> you know, like that's a Chekhov's gun. Yeah. yeah. Cause they've never explained like why in Gotham there's all these blimps all the time, you know? And it's just so fun. Oh man. It was great so but yeah you're you're in you're in i'm in uh hopefully when the next issue comes out i'll get it to you guys sooner than we can do a full review we'll go through the whole series <laughs> i gotta listen to this bitch over here we'll go, we'll go through the whole <laughs> series true. we're gonna talk about it um but uh stay tuned so let's go get some fried chicken yeah let's get some fried chicken <laughs> if they were in atlanta i'm trying to do a southern accent let's, let's go get some fried chicken boys you know we're good yeah uh, all right. In a, I'm Trey. Oh, wait. So, in a world filled of jokers, always be Batman. Jesus Christ. I'm CJ. I'm fried chicken. <laughs> I'm Trey.